Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on CannabisRadio.com. This is your host, Bethany Moore, the Communications and Projects Manager at National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, we have a couple of guests. I'm happy to introduce Roy Bingham and Liz Dora of PDS Analytics, an NCIA member. Uh, hello, Roy and Liz. How's it going today? Very good. Thanks, Bethany. Nice to be here. Absolutely, Bethany. Thanks so much for having us. Sure thing. So, PDS Analytics is the creator of the Green Edge data platform, which we will get into later in the show. But first, I, I want to introduce Roy. We've met before at some of the larger conferences as well as the smaller Cannabis Caucus networking events here in Denver. So, Roy, for the listeners, tell me a little bit about your background and why you came to the cannabis industry. Yeah, sure. So uh, you can probably tell from my accent that I didn't grow up here. I actually grew up in England, and I came to the United States in 1993. Uh, I was a banker first before that, uh, unfortunately, and then I went to business school at Harvard, and then I started building businesses that were focused on data and information, especially in the natural products industry, things like natural foods, natural digestive care, etc., um, oh, cool. and so that's my that's my longer term background. And then uh, I had friends, longtime friends who joined the cannabis industry about three years ago, especially Patrick Ray and Mark Nautily, the founders of Canopy Boulder. And they encouraged me to consider the business opportunity of coming into the cannabis industry. And that's really what attracted me is the growth, the opportunity, uh, no one was doing what Liz and I are doing with BDS Analytics, uh, and it's been every bit as exciting as I thought it was going to be. Oh, that's great. And I love to hear that you came from the natural health industry, and I think that that translates into the cannabis industry so well. Yes, so Liz, I think so. I mean, I've always been attracted to this sort of natural and uh, holistic approach to life rather than a sort of food pharmaceutical pill as a solution. Um, and so, yeah, it was a natural transition for me to come to where other people are like-minded. Excellent. Well, we're glad to have you. And Liz, same question for you. What, what were you doing before cannabis? What's, what's your professional background and, and why did you come to the cannabis industry? Yeah, absolutely, uh, Bethany. So I actually spent my entire career in data analytics and market research. Uh, I spent most of my career working with a company called Leisure Trends Group, and we provided um, essentially the exact same service that BDS provides, but for the outdoor recreation space. So on the retail side, my clients were REI and Dick Sporting Goods, as well as the independent smaller mom-and-pop shops like your neighborhood bike shop, your neighborhood ski shop. 
And then on the brand side, I worked with clients like Patagonia, like the North Face, like Nike, like Trek Bikes, uh, providing the same types of market insights that we now provide to the cannabis industry. And I was actually recruited into this industry um, through Roy. So uh, Roy and I were introduced by Patrick and Mike and uh, were given this, uh, this great idea. And uh, when Roy and I were looking at the opportunity, we just saw that it was something we couldn't pass up. And uh, since being in the industry, I've been incredibly gratified to learn more and more about the cannabis industry and the movement around cannabis um, and how important it is, not just as a business opportunity, but as a general movement. Um, So it's been really exciting and gratifying to be able to be part of this new industry and part of building something I think that's much, really much bigger than ourselves and the uh, the monetary opportunity that's arising as well. Yeah, definitely. And wow, in the sporting goods and leisure industry, you're you're definitely in the right spot here in Colorado. <laughs> um, oh yes, absolutely. <laughs> and of course, cannabis has become huge here in Colorado as well. So continuing to stay in the right area there. So yeah, there's a lot of parallels between outdoor um, and cannabis, and we're seeing more and more. Actually, more and more of my old clients are inquiring about opportunities to cross over and work with cannabis companies and think about, uh, think about how those consumers are likely both consumers of cannabis and also active participants. So I think there's a lot of parallels there. Absolutely. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. So you were talking a little bit about data analytics. So let's, let's talk about what DDS analytics actually does. Um, you were mentioning a little bit before about what you did for other industries. What actually does BD analytics do? do for the cannabis industry? Yeah, uh, well, the first thing we do is we partner with dispensaries and they provide us their point of sale transactional information, just basically what products sold at what price and in what quantity and on what day. It's something that can be extracted from any point of sale system. Now, we have to do a lot of work to clean up that data and to make sure that it's standardized and normalized. And in return, we then give the dispensaries GreenEdge. And GreenEdge is an interactive online portal uh, which helps them make great decisions. And the decisions will be things like which brands to carry in your stores based on overall performance in your state, which items are hot and best sellers, which might not be doing so well and you don't want to carry so much in your inventory, for example. Mm -hmm. So that's how the service works for dispensaries. Mm -hmm. We then package all of that data up um, for growers, producers, and brands. So they also can access GreenEdge. They see a slightly different uh, view of GreenEdge. And they can figure out things like which products to develop, how big is a market opportunity, How well is it growing? How competitive is the environment for that new product? And make smart decisions there. They can also uh, make decisions about what kind of marketing campaigns may or may not be working. What sort of pricing strategy seems to make sense for their products? And also it's great for their sales teams because it's objective third-party data that shows how well your brands or your individual products are selling in your target market. So when you go to a new chain of dispensaries and you say, I think you should carry my products, uh, you've got objective data to show how well they're doing 
And it's much more likely that the dispensary will say, yeah, okay, I'll give it a try and I'll give it a good promotion. In addition to this, you know, we do consumer surveys as well uh, because a lot of our clients have said, well, I understand my sales, but I don't really understand who my consumer is and Mm -hmm. certainly not who the consumer is for tomorrow. I may have a sense of who it is today, but I don't know who, uh, which the growing categories of consumers are. Um, so we help them figure out uh, who those target markets are and what they look like and what their behaviors are like. And then we also partner with Artview Market Research to produce uh, the best-selling publications like the State of the Legal Marijuana Markets 5th Edition and many other mm-hmm. strategic and financial publications and economic models, etc., uh, to help people make strategic decisions within the industry. Got it. That sounds like a really powerful tool. and. The Green Edge data platform you've, you've just been talking about is a benefit um, that we, we partnered with BDS Analytics last summer to be able to offer a version of the Green Edge data platform to our membership. So this, this relationship between NCIA and BDS Analytics launched last June at our third annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, which we held in Oakland. Um, so th- for those of you listening who haven't yet checked it out, um, if you're a member of NCIA, you can go to thecannabisindustry.org and look in the member access area and check that out. So you've told me a little bit about the Green Edge data and, and what it can do. Um, can you explain what the difference is between what we're offering NCIA members um, versus if somebody from the outside were to come and use your data platform? Yeah, absolutely, Bethany. So, you know, first off, we just like to say how proud we are to be partners of NCIA. Um, And Roy often says that when we first formed BDS Analytics, the very first check that we wrote was a check to the NCIA to become members um, over the organization. So, uh, we have a lot of respect for what you guys do in the market and, and really thrilled to be able to partner with you to bring yet another great benefit to the NCIA members. Uh, what Definitely the NCIA a very mem- tangible benefit. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, what the NCIA members have access to is a very robust set of dashboards and interactive tabular reports which provide vital information on the market as a whole. So while we won't drive all the way down into the brand and product level detail that Roy was mentioning, what we do give you is industry-wide trends and category level detail. Uh, It allows your members to understand really vital information, uh, such as what is the size of the market, how fast is it growing month over month, what are the size of the various product categories out there. So we track over 80 different categories and subcategories. So not just flower, but also is it hybrid versus indica versus sativa that's selling well? Um, Not just edibles, but is it chocolates versus candy versus gummy candy and hard candy and mint? So you can really dive in and understand the dynamics of the marketplace and essentially understand what consumers are purchasing. And because we also provide pricing information, you can start to get an understanding of what consumers are paying for the products as well and how that might differ market to market. So we currently track sales in Colorado, Washington, and Oregon. And just as an example, 
You know, the BDS Analytics NCIA platform will help our, uh, our NCIA members understand that in Colorado, uh, flower sales used to be 71% of the market sales in, in 2014 in Colorado. Fast forward to this year, and flower sales have dropped to 58%. Uh, so what product categories are coming up and taking that share from flower? Well, it's concentrates and edibles, but using the Green Edge platform, you can actually dive in and understand what specific subcategories of concentrates and edibles are really winning uh, and help make some really good strategic business decisions uh, based on that data. That's amazing. It sounds like a very, very useful tool for business owners. We're going to take a quick commercial break, but we'll be right back to talk a little bit more about how the Green Edge platform works. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis legalization efforts are increasing competition for businesses wanting to make it big. In this complex and fast-changing environment, only the savviest will survive. What are you going to do to stay ahead of the game? Enter New Frontier's free platform, Equio, the premier business intelligence, visualization, and marketing platform for the cannabis industry. With Equio, you can stay on top of your store's sales, trends, and competition, better understand your seasonality and broader sales trends, identify and compare your top products and categories, and cross-buying opportunities. Go to www.equio.io to sign up for your free membership today. That's E-Q-U-I-O.io to sign up now. The power of real-time big data is now in your hands. Run with New Frontier and let us help you conquer the wild. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we are back for NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, and we have been speaking with Roy Bingham and Liz Dehora of BDS Analytics, and we've been talking about this amazing product, this amazing informational portal for business owners in the cannabis industry particularly owners of dispensaries, so that they can make decisions about what to carry in their stores that's going to sell based on sales patterns and data collected from point-of-sale systems in several states that have had uh, adult-use cannabis sales um, data available for at least the last year or two 
you were saying you are in Washington and Colorado for sure. Those two states passed adult use cannabis in, um, they launched in January 2014, at least here in Colorado. And then the other states came online. Uh, Which other states are you collecting data from again? So we are currently collecting data, we're currently publishing data from Washington, Colorado, and Oregon. Our Colorado data starts back in January of 2014, as you mentioned, when the adult Mm -hmm. use sales came online. Our Washington data starts all the way back in July of 2014 uh, when those sales came online. And our Oregon data, we have medical sales tracked all the way back to January of 2015 and the recreational sales starting with January of 2016. So in addition to the current data, we have a fair amount of historic data for trending information. Uh, We are currently launching or in the process of launching our service into some new markets as well. So we're moving into California, which is, of course, the big one. Uh, Very excited about that. Uh, Already Uh starting to partner with dispensaries out there and building our relationships and collecting data and starting to process and clean that data. Uh, And we are also doing the same uh, recruitment effort out in Nevada and Arizona. So all three of those markets are slated to be released in late 2017, so probably Q3 of 2017. Uh, And we're also keeping an eye on the East Coast markets as well, Uh, so putting some movement out into Massachusetts, starting to build some relationships and, uh, and start to work with some of the retailers out there. Uh, as well as keeping a close eye on other emerging markets. Um, Eventually, we will have a national service where we are tracking the sales in every market where there are legal cannabis sales. Um, Of course, that's going to be um, an ongoing process, and we'll be rolling out new markets periodically over the next few years. Yeah, absolutely. We're we're working on that federal legalization as fast as we can. (laughs) It it is a state-by-state State-by-state dominoes falling at this point. So um, it's, it's great that you're, you're following the map um, of each state as they come online and creating those relationships and collecting that data. And it will be very interesting to see if, if sales on the East Coast versus the West Coast versus the middle of the country are the same or if there are different trends based on where you live. So I guess we'll have to wait and see as that data comes out and is collected and take a look at those. Yeah, absolutely. You know, Bethany, here at the office, we have a saying, which is uh, consumers behave alike more often than they behave differently. And while we do see already with the three markets that we're tracking, some differences mostly driven by regulatory differences, in general, the consumer trends tend to, the major consumer trends and preferences tend to hold pretty steady state by state by state. Uh, which does make the data very useful even for some of your members who are in new emerging markets or markets that are not yet legal to be able to take a look at what's happening in these already established markets and know what to expect. Yeah, I think that makes sense, definitely. I I, I would feel that, you know, Massachusetts consumers are probably pretty similar to California consumers. So, yeah, we'll we'll see how that works out. Um, So let's talk a little bit about... uh, a couple of weeks ago, it, here in uh, January 31st and February 1st, we held our first um, seed to sale show here in Denver, Colorado. It's a little different from our main primary annual conference, the Cannabis Business Summit and Expo. 
this particular conference was just a little bit smaller and focused only on all the education and companies involved in the life cycle of the plant from seed to sale. So with that kind of niche focus, we also integrated an award ceremony. So we had our very first Canovation and Canatech awards, and we gave a few awards out to different companies who, who displayed some innovation in their products or services or strategies. So BDS Analytics, we, we awarded NCIA's Canovation and Canatech awards to you for your Green Edge beta platform product. So let's talk, let's talk about how that experience was for you to receive one of the first awards that NCIA has ever given out for something like innovation in the cannabis industry. Well, it was fantastic. Um, it was a great honor. Uh, we were really excited to get recognition. And, and the thing was, we were getting recognition from real experts and from the organization that we respect the most in the industry. So it was very special for us. Um, it's been a lot of hard work this last couple of years. We've had good luck and great relationships have carried us through uh, to launching Green Edge last May and to its ongoing success in adoption by hundreds of dispensaries and growers, producers, and brands. Um, but it really was a, a big thrill for me to be able to go up on stage uh, and collect an award on behalf of uh, the BDS Analytics team. And, of course, I was also proud to give a plug uh, for NCIA. As Liz said, the very first check that we wrote was to join the National Cannabis Industry Association. So I encourage all people in the industry to do that. Yes, and we definitely popped some champagne bottles here in the office when we got back with the awards. So uh, it was something <laughs> that meant a lot to the entire team. Oh, perfect. I love to hear that. <laughs> How many people are on the BDS Analytics team right now? I think it's about 22 now, actually. It's wow. surprising how, uh, how quickly it grew into a real business. A lot of people after you know, starting off with a core of about six people. But we have oh, almost wow. half our people are focused on the data, making sure it's accurate, um, getting through those uh, 10 million transactions every month that we process, uh, adding to our 100 million plus database of data. So you can imagine there are a lot of people here that we, we joke about what nerds we all are. We love to get our sleeves rolled up and look at very detailed information. And everything we do is built from that individual transaction at that individual item level and then rolled up to be the state level data. Lots of numbers to crunch there. You bet, you bet. Um, yeah, and people looking at screens all day long, of course, we use machine learning and very sophisticated software that we've developed ourselves. Um, but it uh, couldn't be done without the uh, half a dozen people here who are looking at the exceptions, the things that the system doesn't know what to do with, and then they're figuring out the rules so that we correctly uh, match those transactions to the correct products and the correct products to the right catalogs. Sounds like an incredible amount of attention to detail. I'm almost imagining people just staring off into the the green numbers of the matrix and uh, trying to make sense of it. So I'm glad you've got people uh, working on that. So yeah, thanks for creating that product that is able to the provide team, a lot being, of being, being nerds, the being nerds, the team would really appreciate that analogy to the matrix. 
<laughs> awesome. Pass that along. So uh, we talked a little bit about uh, your plans to continue to collect data from not only the existing states you're working in, Washington, Oregon, and Colorado. Uh, you were also mentioning going into new states, Massachusetts, Nevada, and California, the big one. Um, do you have any predictions or insight into how that's going to go? Do you think it'll look pretty much the same, or, or, or is there going to present new challenges in collecting that sales data? Well, it certainly is a, a very large bite to chew off uh, to tackle understanding the California market. And we've actually already been out in the market for about six months now talking to dispensary owners or collective owners, uh, brands, and, and other folks in the industry trying to get a handle and some preliminary information. We've been going around and doing some tours, speaking, a uh, little speaking circuit, talking about what to expect when recreational comes online for California. Uh, I think that by looking at the sales trends in Colorado, Washington, and Oregon, especially in terms of product mix, we talked earlier about that shift from, uh, from flower, bulk flower sales over into some of the alternative forms of consumption, like concentrate, right. specifically vape pens. Um, are really taking off and, and really uh, resonating with the consumer. And then also within the edibles market, you know, which types of edibles are really resonating with the consumer. Uh, one of the things that we did see or that we are watching happen is this acceleration of the adult use sales adoption. So in Colorado, for example, it took about seven months um, for the adult use sales to catch up to the existing medical program in Colorado. So about J July of 2014 was when the adult use hit parity with medical sales um, and then continued to increase from there. Uh, now about 70% right. of Colorado sales come from the adult use market. Uh, Oregon, fast forward a couple years later, uh, Oregon's pro program actually started uh, their adult use sales at above the medical use market sales. So we're anticipating that when Colorado, or excuse me, when California uh, re recreational or adult use sales start, they're going to actually start at or maybe even slightly above parity with the existing medical market, which of course has some pretty big implications for the size of the industry. Yeah, that's interesting. And, and California uniquely has, has had uh, a pretty strong medical uh, marijuana program for many years, um, so they're finally getting into the adult use market. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. Um, here a couple of commercials, and then we'll come back and wrap up with Roy and Liz of BDS Analytics. Stay tuned. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. <sighs> cash? Sorry. I don't carry around cash, and I don't want to use the ATM and pay surcharges. You don't need to carry cash. Haven't you heard about PayQuick? Okay, tell me about PayQuick. 
It's the safe and easy way to pay. It works just like your debit card to securely pay for your purchase and gives you rewards points every time you use it. Nice. Pay quick. The safe and easy way to pay. P-A-Y-Q-W-I-C-K dot com. The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be, the Vuber way. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back for the final few minutes here of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. Thanks for tuning in and hearing from our guests, Roy and Liz of DDS Analytics, which is a company in the cannabis industry that provides sales, really, really useful information for business owners in the cannabis industry who want more information, what kind of sales are going to be best for their business, what products to carry, what their consumers are looking for based on information collected from point-of-sale systems from all over the state and in various states, actually. So as we wrap up here, I, I just want to talk a little bit about your experiences as an NCIA member and your experiences being involved not in just the work you're doing as a company, but being involved in the cannabis industry in a much larger sense, interacting with other members and participating in some of our advocacy activities, um, like our lobby days. Our seventh annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days is coming up again in May. And Roy, I know you have been to lobby days in the past. I see your face in that class photo of uh, 150 member businesses from the last couple of years. So do you, can you talk a little bit about what it's been like to go to Capitol Hill, Washington, D.C., with a group of cannabis industry professionals to meet with members of Congress and talk to them about the issues that affect our industry? Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I had an excellent experience there last year. It it was the first time I'd been part of any sort of political process in D.C. I'd only done a little regional stuff before that. And so it was a great learning experience for me. You kind of learn how they start to make the sausage unfortunately. Mm. Um, It also was great to hang out with peers in the industry. So we began and cemented some industry relationships as well. But I think the big thing was that we were able to sit down with the representatives and explain that we're normal people building normal businesses, conducting ourselves in normal uh, ways. And we were able to make points that I thought they heard and understood Of course, you have to remember that our representatives are dealing with hundreds of issues. They're not cannabis experts. They don't really understand the industry very well, with a few exceptions, those that have really focused on it. Uh, So it was a way for us to put just a normal face, a normal business person's face, uh, and say, okay, um, if you you may have had some misimpressions about what the cannabis industry is and what it's doing uh, for the American uh, people. 
and we're here to just answer your questions. And we got some pretty good questions from people, and I think uh, moved the discussion along. It was also beautifully organized. It, so it was uh, the cannabis industry descends on D.C., organized by the NCIA, uh, with constant meetings throughout both days. Totally agree, yes. And you're absolutely right. These members of Congress are not cannabis experts, so they often have genuine questions, and we are there to give them the professional, straight-up answers so that they can go back and make educated decisions. And thankfully, we do have some wonderful champions for the cannabis industry in Congress. And we're so lucky that they're such champions. Um, just recently, they announced a bipartisan cannabis caucus in Congress. This is fantastic news. This means members of Congress are saying this is a real issue and we are going to stay vigilant in, in looking after this industry's needs and efforts. So it was... Just last week, the 16th of February, we have Earl Blumenauer from Oregon, Dana Rohrabacher from California, Jared Polis from right here in Colorado, and Don Young. Also, they, they all came and announced the Congressional Cannabis Caucus to focus on medical research, access for veterans, and all the business needs like banking and Section 280E reform. So we're going back again in May, and I hope uh, folks from BDS Analytics will be able to join us again. It's May 16th and 17th, Washington, D.C., and I would recommend people register as early as possible. You mentioned it was well-organized. Thank you. (laughs) It helps when (laughs) members register as early as possible because we are working behind the scenes to create groups so you're not alone. We pair you up with a couple other industry professionals, some more seasoned than others, so there's a nice balance. And we set up and map out your meetings with different offices all over D.C. And there's more than one building, so wear comfortable shoes. And there's no carpet, so wear very, very comfortable shoes. <laughs> but please yes, I can I can for- second the wear comfortable shoes. I think Roy saw some of the blisters that I ended up with after eight miles of walking around. Uh, high heels might be nice at 10 a.m. They're not so lovely at 5 p.m. Very good advice. Wear comfortable shoes. Be careful with the high heels. I certainly didn't even bother with high heels before. So, yeah, lots of walking, but it's so awesome to, to navigate through Capitol Hill with, with your group of cannabis industry professionals on a mission. And the press conference is great. And the after after activities are also a great way to network and share your experiences. So we're so looking forward to it again. And it's going to be even bigger since we are partnering with the Marijuana Business Conference, the spring conference happening uh, a couple of days later. So if you pre-register for Lobby Days, you'll also get $100 off your conference registration. This is a win-win. And last year we saw about 150 cannabis industry professionals descend on Capitol Hill for our activities. With the combination of the conference, those numbers could double. So this could be a really, really big lobby days. Uh, So I hope the NCIA members who are listening 
will register and be a part of it. So it's about, it's about that time. It's been an awesome discussion with Liz and Roy of BDS Analytics. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. And again, congratulations on winning our Canovation and Canatech Awards recently. Thank you very much, and thanks for all the great work that you do, Bethany, and your uh, many fantastic colleagues at the NCIA. Yes, thank you, Bethany. Oh, nice Always you, an honor. Well, I look forward to seeing you both again soon. Um, the next Cannabis Quarterly, sorry, Quarterly Cannabis Caucuses, I've said that enough, I should get it right by now, will be happening in April in eight regions across the country, and I believe for Colorado, we will be in Boulder, so we'll be in your backyard. And, and then, of course, Lobby Day is in May as well. So I look forward to seeing both of you there. And thanks for the listeners tuning in today for NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on CannabisRadio.com. For more information, please go to www.thecannabisindustry.org. Have a good one. Thank you. Opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.